Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Behind the Bounce podcast, episode eight this week. Uh, my name is Jack. Hope everybody's doing well. I'm joined by the greatest co-host in the world, Cooper. Coops, how are you? Good, thanks. Uh, I hope everyone's doing well. Yeah, we're out of lockdown, yeah. Coops. It's been a long yeah. time coming, yeah. all, of tw- all of 12 days, but I've gone clinically insane. How did you cope with it all? Uh, it wasn't too bad. Um, you know, obviously it's pretty shit, but it wasn't too bad. Yeah, you had uh, you you were at the uh, at the rebel work. You still worked during the uh, the old lockdown period. That's correct. Yeah, the were uh, the, the chief click collect officer. So that's really nice of you. Real um, real service to the community that you provided, and, and we're all really uh, really proud of you for that. But we've got a big episode tonight, Coops. There's a couple yes. of teams that have uh, ruled themselves out of the race to the finals. Uh, we've got to preview round 20, which starts on uh, Friday night. And then we've also got some news about Mason Cox's contract that we're going to get into. <laughs> I know that you'll, uh, that you'll love that. But first, into the, into the ladder. So the top four, although we're going to expect a little bit of shuffling, is pretty much set with the Doggies and the Cats both on 56 points. The D's half a game behind them on 54. And then the Pair on 52. They round out the four. Uh, fifth and sixth are probably set as well, with that being the Lions and the Swans. You'd assume yeah. that the Eagles are probably um, locked in as well. Mm. And then we've got uh, the Giants. Grabs. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would say that as well. Although it's probably not as close as it seems. So the Giants are eighth on 34 points. They beat the Bombers, who are in ninth on 32, as well as Richmond, Fremantle and St Kilda on 32 as well. So... Out of that four that's uh, currently out of the eight, I'm going to rule out the Saints and the Dockers and the Tigers. I think that the Bombers are probably the only logical choice that's going to get yeah. into that spot. Correct. But that makes it very, very interesting because I'm not sure if the Giants are going to be able to hold it. That's that's mm. sort of where I'm, I'm going with that. Fremantle, they're cooked. Um They've left their chips in the oven too long and they're burnt. Um, Fife's season-ending injury has not helped that at all. Yeah. I, was actually, I was actually thinking when he went down, uh, the game completely uh, shifted. But I was also just sort of thinking, surely you'd put him on ice anyway. Like, why would you bother yeah. you know, risking him when you're not a guarantee? It's not like they were eighth or seventh. It's not like they were in the Eagles position and they could have won. Yeah. Um, but... Oh, you know, the Eagles position and they could have got into into um into the eight. But I think yeah. that yeah, with five out, them being eleventh, I think it's probably just uh better to put him on ice, get him recovered fully because he's had a pretty uh loaded year. Um he's had yeah. a couple of injuries. I think he got starched in one game as well. I know that that's terrible. Um it's a terrible synonym to use for, for knocked out, but um I think that yeah, he just needs to be put on ice and, and they need to keep him out. And then the Saints yeah. Are probably in the same basket as well. They've got the Blues and um, they've got the Blues and who else have they got? Who have they got in the last week? The Fremantle Dockers. Um, mm. They've got two two winnable games out of There's their last the four. Yeah, you'd reckon, would you? Um, but then we've got uh, the Cats and the Swans in the middle there. So we're going to lose those two. We're yeah. out of the finals. The Tigers well, look sh- the Tigers look shit out. I think it's the Bombers and the Giants that'll fight out. Well, yeah, well, Giants Giants around home though is pretty tough. Like they this week they've got Port followed by Geelong, um, mm. and then it's Richmond, so it's anyone's game. And then the last round they have got well, who was the it? Blue Baggers. So that's yeah, that's a there's a win to uh, Carlton. So no. <laughs> But it's the, same with the, it's the same with the Bombers as well. They've got the Swans on um, Saturday night and then they've got 
uh, the doggies. So two really tough the games. Then. And, and then they've got so that'd be super tough. Um. <laughs> but then, yeah, they've got two easier games to finish oh. with the, oh. the Suns and the Pies. Like in in terms of ladder position, yes, of course. Correct. Yes. Um. So yeah, it, it genuinely is. You would think that Jamie Howe this week is he back? Yeah, correct. Well, oh. selections haven't been out, but he's available. He's so available. You'd um, think. Yeah, you, you would probably put him back in um, just to get a little bit of uh, bit of kilometres in the legs. But if you actually look at that um, between the Saints, the Giants, and the Bombers, they've all got two winnable games. Yeah. So yeah. well, they've got four winnable games, but you've got two that you probably think that they're going to win. So I think that the Giants probably hold just on that half a game up. Yeah. To be completely honest, I think that that's probably where where it holds. I think that. The only discrepancy you'll have is whoever wins out of the Giants and the Tigers will probably leapfrog. So they're not out of the conversation, mm-hmm. but you just think with their shit form at the moment, um, their yeah. lack of Dustin Martin, they're probably not going to make it, which is great for the competition. But what I did want to uh, – it's in the talking points section of the agenda that nobody can see – is I've put Tigers dynasty up- not oh, over. Right. We're going to get into Mason Cox's contract situation No, no, no. no. You've so. written some absolute bullshit there. North to make the eight. What is <laughs> oh. that? <laughs> um, now, that, <laughs> uh, we'll, all right, we'll, we'll come back to the Tigers' dynasty not yeah. being over. Oh, uh, right. North North to make the eight was just me saying that they're in absolutely tip-top form. Yeah, and Jaden correct. Stevenson, the absolute goober, has come out. Mr. COVID, Mr. COVID uh, theories himself has come <laughs> out and he, he has said that they're going to make the eight next year. He said they're going to play finals. Now, I think that is bull cow, personally. <laughs> I think that um, he's gotten a little bit ahead of himself, but they did look really, really good on uh, Saturday yeah. when, they, when they beat the Blues. They looked very, very good. Yeah. In saying that, um, Todd Goldstein's not going to last forever, and I feel like him leading that midfield is going to go a long way into them making the eight. He's what, like th- he's mid thirties, thirty three, or or whatever. Yeah, he's he's you know not on the right yeah, side of twenty five anymore. So no. he's not gonna he's not gonna last too much longer. And they don't have a backup ruckman now. If you look at the rest of their midfield, um, obviously Ben Cunnington came out today and said that he had uh, a tumor removed. So yeah. that's going to put him out indefinitely. You'd assume he'd be back for around one next year, but um, yeah. you know he he might not be a hundred percent, and he's also old as well. The rest of their midfield are between um, Taron Thomas and Stevenson and, and Simkin. Um, I think that they're all under 23. So they've got a lot of youth yeah. there and a lot of youth that can do a lot of damage. But I feel like the Ruckman is probably the most important player on the field nowadays. And if you don't yeah. have a solitary good backup Ruckman or a developing Stand. Ruckman, you're not going to go anywhere. Um, and the Roos don't have either. You know, Todd you Goldstein... They've got the Cats. No, mm. probably not. Although, I feel like the Cats are just, well, as they did to Richmond, they're just on a demolition mm. mission at the moment. Um, okay. So, look, they probably could. They probably could mm. absolutely belt the bejesus out of them. But I think that, um, that yeah, they'll put up a, a yeah. fair fight. But back yeah. to me saying that North are going to make the eight, um, that was a, a little bit of a joke for one. But also, <laughs> go, going into going into what old mate Steve-O said during the week, um, it's, it's not happening. And uh, it won't happen for a couple of years. I think that they'll they'll do better next year. Of course, I probably don't even think they'll win the wooden spoon this year. To be honest, I think Hawthorne will probably cop that one. But um, yeah, I don't think they're mm-hmm. making the eight for the next for the next couple of years. But yeah. back to the Tigers' destiny not being over. Cooper, All I right. want to pose you this question. 
Mm. If you give Richmond with their current list and their current form, let's say they finish ninth this year and, and ninthman is back, um, a lot of people are probably going to write them out or write them off for 2022, yeah, you reckon? Yeah, correct. If you give the Tigers four weeks extra in a pre-season, they keep a relatively healthy list and they cop Dustin Martin back for round one 2022, do you think that they're going to be as big a premiership threat as they were last year? No. Why not? Um, good question. Uh, Thank you. Uh, look, I don't know. They, they, they'll be a good team, but they're not going to be like they were when they just beat everyone. Yeah. And, you know, they'll be a good team. Yeah, absolutely. But they're not going to be spot number one the whole season. Yeah, um, pe- people aren't scared of them anymore, are they? Yeah, correct. Um, I will say that I do think um, the longer preseason will help them. I think that yeah. if you actually look at, at the teams that start um, they, that start off quite strong. Yeah, it's usually your Gold Coast, your St Kilda's, your Carlton's, your your yeah. Fremantle's, whoever's, because they've had that extra six weeks or or yeah. you know at least an extra six weeks on top of the Richmonds of the world. Yeah, but yeah, I do agree with you. I think that that Jack Rewalt's not getting any younger. That midfield with another year um, and another hard preseason, although they're battle hardened, I do think it does take their toll. So actually, yeah, I do agree with you. I think that. Although the dynasty may not be over, um, that yeah, it's probably um, tough. probably it's yeah, it's going to be very tough because Melbourne with another year and and I'm sure that they'll face some sort of heartbreak this year given their current form. I just don't quite see them getting over the cats at this point in time. Yeah. Um, I think that they'll face a little bit a little bit of heartbreak and they'll be they'll be ready to to climb the mountain again. Um, and in a perfect world, let's say Geelong win the premiership, the doggies will be the same. Um, then you'll have. Carlton, you know, then you'll have the rest of the eight, Sydney as well, that yeah. are wanting to to um to get back and challenge. So yeah, I think that that Richmond will slot back into the pack yeah. a little bit. Coops, did you want to go over Lance Franklin's suspension? Oh, absolutely. Um, well, look, I think he probably shouldn't have been let off. Mm-hmm. Um, he's done. He's been let off before, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, there's got to be somewhere like, you know, you've done this before, mate. Have a week off. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, do you think that the AFL have set a pretty shitty precedent with those uh, elbows in particular? There's been three this year, all that have been suspensionable. Um, yeah. They've all been sent to the tribunal and they've all been let off for different reasons. Do you think that yeah. that's the AFL's fault? Do you think that they should have just suspended Luke Shuey first? Yeah, correct. I think, obviously, if there's been two before him... He's going, he's going to go in down well, these blokes being let off. Yeah. Know, why can't I sort of thing? Yeah, and, and um, at the end of the day, the yeah. AFL's hands are sort of tied there, aren't they? They can't just go, oh, well, because yours is different, because it's exactly the same as, as Shuey's. And yeah. I think what makes it a little bit more of a, of a dick move is it wasn't done in one motion. It's not like yeah. Luke Ryan had sort of slung Buddy around and as he's turning, he's, he's elbowed him in the, in the shots. Yeah. He changed, he stopped. He then changed the ball in his hands and then threw the elbow. Like it's like you can't get any more intentional than that. So um, yeah, I'm I'm with you on that one. I think um, I think he should have been um, yeah. suspended, and I think it actually probably would have been a timely suspension as well, because yeah. I feel like Buddy's one of those players. He's not going to play the next four. You may as well have just said, "All right, well we'll we'll rest you," because you know they're they're yeah. confirmed in the eight. You'd think 
barring a train wreck, I think that you probably would have just given him the week off anyway. Because, you know, it's yeah. better to have a, a one-week fresher buddy than to, to have him play yeah. four, four in a row. Yeah. Um, and then, although they do have North coming up in round 22, so they might bench him for that. And then the Suns, okay, so yeah, yeah. They've, got a, they've got a couple of easy uh, games towards the end there. So yeah. they'll probably bench him for that one. Uh, Coops, any games on the weekend surprise you or any that, that caught your, uh, your eye and you want to talk about? Uh, well, the uh, Doggies beat uh, the Ds, which is an obvious one. Um, yep, Brisbane game, that. rose from the dead in, uh, in the premiership quarter, started yep. it off, and then in the fourth quarter drove it home and... Uh, yeah, got over the. It was I think it was a seventy point turnaround or something, wasn't it? Insane. Your mate Mitch Robinson at the forefront played a very good game, but correct. He geez, played a good game was, where it mattered. It was scary, wasn't it? it was that, yeah. The first couple around. of quarters, nah. The first couple of quarters, you know, it was pretty terrible. Um, and I mean, Robbo would beg to differ, but he reckons he was robbed for the old um. Uh, Ashcroft medal, whatever you call it. Um, so he, he thinks it was absolutely robbed because he was showing up when no one else was. But look, mate, get over it. Um, <laughs> Cop that, yeah, nah, yeah, correct. Um, nah, yeah, Brisbane did well to sort of come back in the end. Yeah, and I think that you can probably put so, that down to the Lions just being a good team, can't you? Like, um, I saw that our mate um, Cam mm. put on Twitter after the Demons lost to uh, – the, they lost to – who they lose to, Cooper? They drew to the, the Hawks. Doggies. And he, he put oh. up – no, 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 it was, it was last week. He put up oh. um, saying that Geelong and Brisbane of old and Richmond and Hawthorne would never draw to these sort of teams in their premiership year. And I think yeah. that that just – you know, Melbourne in that sort of position, I think, would probably lose that game from yeah. there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that it's a testament to Brisbane being just a good team. Um, and they're, yeah. they're down on a couple of soldiers as well. Lockie Neal's been out of form. Um, and obviously, yeah. Eric, Eric the Eel went down as well a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> so they're a bit low on, on star power. But for them to do that was, was really, really good. And um, yeah. speaking of, of uh, demolition jobs, the Cats produced one on Sunday as well. Mm. Oh, it was. Did you watch any of that game, Coop? So were you at work? Uh, when was that, Sunday? Yeah, yeah I was at Sunday work. at three twenty. Yeah. Correct. I was at work. Oh, <laughs> very good game. A very very um, hot footy early. It was really tight in the first quarter, and I sort of thought the Richmond of old were back. Stupidly, stupidly high pressure game. Uh, they yeah. were really really good, and then the Cats just decided that they weren't going to play with their food anymore. They kicked eight in a row in the second quarter and put that one to bed. So, um, what about the um, the Dockers? Had the oh. lead in the first quarter and choked it. What about Heaney's yeah. mark, though? That was a good mark. Heaney's mark was very, very good. He just has a really weird knack of doing that, just pulling out those absolute hangers. So, um, yeah, it's not even a mark. It's not even the mark That's of the week. Votes, I reckon. Uh, no, it wasn't goals. even the mark of the week for, oh. for old Heaney's. Cody Waitman over the step ladder. Yeah, that was pretty good. The, the better mark. That was pretty uh, good. And Max Gorn should be called the step ladder from now on, uh, <laughs> even though he's yeah. seven hundred foot tall. But um. Correct. Yeah, I think that that probably just sums up the Dockers' season. To be honest, just, just, uh, just half of, half of footy yeah. off the pace. I think. Yeah, and it's yeah. probably probably the same again for Sydney as well. Like they're just competitive. They just they're young and they want to they want to compete. And I think that that's really really promising for them. Um, yeah. As we touched on last week, their situation isn't great. Uh, nobody's in New South Wales is so we send our uh, 
nobody listens from New South Wales. What am I about? But we'll be nice. We send our uh, our thoughts and prayers to those in uh, in the land of the the Harbour Bridge. But um, yeah, they've been away for yonks. They're not going home anytime soon. They're probably a bit over this whole travelling schmozzle uh, yeah. that they're currently going on. But they're still winning games of footy. And yeah, um, yeah we, when you've got Luke Parker and Josh Kennedy at the forefront and they're just carrying you through games, it's it's really special to watch. So I think that, that they actually probably might make it to the prelim finals, to be honest. I would not you be think? surprised if probably Melbourne get rolled in the semi and yeah. they play Richmond. I mean, they play the Doggies or the Cats in a prelim. I, I think that that's something that genuinely could happen yeah. this year. Absolutely. Anything's possible. Yeah, it is. Uh, Cooper, do you want to know hey, why I think... That, well, it's derailed. Uh, yeah, they got stuck on that little bit between Gisborne and Southern Cross that never seems to be in working order and they've derailed completely. <laughs> but <laughs> do you want to know why I don't think they can sack him yet? Now, there has been... Obviously, they're going to they're gonna launch this big bullshit review thing in a couple of weeks and, and they're going to really look into him over the summer. But there is no way known that they can sack him after this year. Obviously, the Blues should have made finals, yada, yada, yada. But Alistair Clarkson comes out of contract at the end of next year. Mm-hmm. He um, is then free market. And I feel like a game, a, a game sense like he's got needs to remain in the game for as long as it can. Yeah. Because if there's anybody that can take a team like Carlton or even Hawthorne, uh, to a premiership, it's him. And yeah. I think that – I don't think he wants to step away either. Like, it's not like he's been forced out and needs to take a bit of time. He's sort of going on his own. Like, he just realises that his time yeah. with the Hawks is sort of running up. So, um, I think that, yeah, he'll he'll want to stay in the game. But they can't sack Tiki because, one, we don't know what he's going to do next year. Carlton could go 22-0 and and win, win the flag. But sure. – <laughs> But I think that it's important because if they sack him this year and then uh, they've got to go through the whole process again of, of probably getting Mike, whoever doesn't get the Pies job, to be completely yeah. honest, they'll probably go with either Voss or, or um, Carousel, whoever doesn't win that uh, win that job. Uh, we'll get on to that. Yeah. Who do you think should get the, the Pies job? But I think that it's important that they keep him on because if he does shit the bed again next year, uh, then they could sack him, no no worries. And Clarko is more than ready to step into the job. Like, I think that yeah. that's something that they need to consider because much like, uh, you know, I think that they've sort of got to realise that David Teague isn't a Damien Hardwick. Yeah. Uh, he's not just going to pull his team from 14th to a premiership. That's not going to happen. But I think they yeah. also need to realise the bigger bigger pieces of the puzzle that could be in play and that Clarko is going to be out of a job. And I think that yeah. with a full year into Charlie Curnow and Harry Mackay in the same forward line. Uh, you know, the development of Martin and Fisher and, and also Williams and Sard as well. I, I think it was a bit stupid of everybody that thought that they were going to come in and be the Messiahs and just gel straight into that team. I think that was a bit silly. So with yeah. another year of development into that team and then Alistair Clarkson on top, I actually think that they can make a run at finals in uh, 2023. So that's why the, the Blues can't uh, sack David Teague yet. That is what I, uh, I yeah. think. Couldn't agree more. Do you agree with any of that, Coops? Because I sort yeah, of rambled correct. on there. No, for no, 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 no. I, uh, I, I like it. And I do agree. Um, yeah, no, I do agree. Uh, and then on coaches, who do you think gets the Collingwood job? 
Couldn't give a shit. Nathan Buckley. <laughs> Do you think he's going to come back from the dead and they're just going to... No. I, it was I, all I the don't care. Just give me a flag, eh? Yeah, I, I feel that, Coops, completely because I haven't had one for 60 years. You haven't had one for 10, so I don't know what you're complaining about. But, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Vossi will probably get it. Uh, and I think he's probably the best uh, choice. Yeah. He's, he's had senior coaching experience, um, a failed senior coaching experience. Yeah, what, in the I Bush think... League? No, he coached at Brisbane for a bit, didn't he? I don't know. Probably did. I'm just, I don't know. I probably wasn't around then. <laughs> you you would have been. It was when Brisbane were really, really shit. And he oh, coached... yeah. That's more I was around. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he coached them for a bit and failed. So I think that he'd actually probably be good because he's gone back and I feel like he's worked on his craft at Port. Yeah. And um, he'll be quite good. But um, so, okay, let's, let's put this into play, Cooper. Boss okay. gets the job. He looks at the magnets on the board. Mason Cox is on the bench. No. Still out of contract. Does Vossi yeah. offer Mason a contract for next year and beyond? My oh, eyes. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. He's Paul. He's gay. <laughs> he, he does it right. Coxie, all right. He hasn't been given the opportunity this year. I think he's been robbed. Hasn't been given a game. How is he supposed to prove himself without a game? Okay, yeah, fair play. Uh, fair, I, I like that little bit of you know, give, without maybe, a game. Okay, yeah, correct. Maybe give him a couple of games to you know show him what he's show you what he's made of. Get his highlights real up. I actually, I've All been right. thinking about this way too much, Coops. I would mm. sack him off the Gold Coast, to be honest. Uh, I mean, who are we taking return? Well, you're not going to take Pick anybody. Number seventy-five. That's, that's, that's the thing. You can absolutely. Well, Ned Guy's not there anymore, so you should be able to get something decent. You yeah, can true. absolutely finesse a second round pick for Mason Cox. Absolutely. He's got the, the star power, he's got the name value, and he's tall. <laughs> well, that's right. It. So I, and he's a tourist dream because he's quite important in the AFL landscape. He's an American that succeeded in the system. So yeah. um, send him up to Gold Coast because that's the picturesque location for the AFL to market to the Americans that if you want to play, this is where you can end up. I think that that's, that's quite important. That's the whole reason he's still in the game. The AFL have told Collingwood, we can't sack this bloke because he's important to our money making. Right, that's a lie. But I think that <laughs> Um, if they send him up to the Gold Coast, get a second round pick, um, you seem to actually have the drafts figured out because although you absolutely cooked uh, Trelaw and Stevenson and Artu uh, Boss and Bilagi last year and, and Phillips as well, you actually turned those picks into something quite remarkable. So although you can't handle a trade table uh, agreement, you can obviously work your way around a draft. So I'm not too worried about that. But right, I'm I think that I think that Collingwood actually made their decision on Mason Cox when they got Cameron down from Sydney. Yeah. Um, they basically looked at our at our holes and went, okay, we need a backup ruckman, an agile key forward who's good at ground level and good at ground level. <laughs> Darcy Cameron is decent. He's, last week. Yeah. All right. He gave away a few free kicks, but he's no, not no, bad. No, no. When he like tried to snap it and got pushed and just oh, like flopped. Yeah. That was really, right. really, really funny. weird. Uh, but they chose Darcy Cameron, is what, yeah. what I was going to say. Like yeah. An 11-game uh, veteran at Sydney who wasn't getting the game time, filled uh, what Collingwood needed, and yeah. it, it completely takes away the go-home value because Darcy Cameron's originally a Victorian. So I think yeah. that they sort of made their decision. Um, they, just needed, they just need somebody else to help out 
Paul Myacek because he's sort of in no man's land. He's too small yeah. to be a too small to be a key forward, but too tall to be a flanker. So, um, yeah. yeah, I think that they did choose Darcy Cameron, and I think that if they're able to turn the second round pick that they'll get for uh, your mate Big Coxilla, um, he it won't be too bad. But um, it's going to be really interesting to see what you do next year because I don't think going yeah. into the year you thought you'd be a bottom five team. Would I be right in saying that? Yes, correct. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, it's, it's um, not good from you. You're making me sad. I'm going to move on here. Um, <laughs> see, this, this one is right up your alley. Oh, Boxing shit, is go. banned at AFL training. What do you think? Um, I did read the article and I'm really confused by it. Um, really? Yes. So... I'm more confused on whether they've completely scrapped boxing from training or whether they've scrapped sparring from training. Well, it says combat boxing sessions and sparring between players. So that's really confused me because that... Well, obviously, sparring's gone. Um, sparring, sparring, yeah, it's gone. But I'm not sure if it's eliminated um, eliminated uh, pad work and whatever. I hope not because it's a yeah. really important part of, of training. And um, yeah. Uh, like this it, is actually pretty funny from this guy. What did he um, say? He's commented and he said, should also ban players throwing elbows into another player's head. Great call. Who's this bloke? We'll give him a shout out. What's his name? Luke Turner. Well done, Luke. You're our hero of the week. Um, but no, I think that uh, boxing has a stupidly um, positive impact on the cardiovascular health of players in terms of coordination, aerobic capacity, um, upper and lower body strength. It's, it's yeah. the perfect sport. Um, a lot of the comments here are saying, you know, like, um, make it like netball, boxing, sparring, being part of training for a long time. Yeah, yeah, it has been. You know, everyone's even, sort of agreeing with it. You know, like what a lot you, of crap. You if, know. You take the, if you take the actual incident into account, now nobody's seen footage, but what's been reported was it was just one of those freak things where Mitchie Lewis has just been caught by a punch, which happens yeah. in the sport. Um, and, and some people just have a lower tolerance to that sort of thing than others. Like yeah. you can, you can hit a Filipino on the head with a brick, and he's going to look at you and smile. But you can tap somebody on the top of the head, and they're going to go to sleep. So, um, I think that that's a little bit of an over exaggeration. But in terms of concussion rulings and potential lawsuits, yeah. I think it's probably just to cover their asses a little bit, which I think I, I guess I can respect. Not really, yeah. but. I think that it's yeah. probably smart. Um, I just sort of hope that they don't um, ban pad work and, and bag work and whatever because, yeah. I mean, it's... A lot of people like, are yeah. in agreement that, you know, why is Buddy allowed to throw elbows, but boxing <laughs> fan. <laughs> it's pretty Poor funny buddy. reading through the comments, actually. He's been, um, he's I could been go on forever. Cooked. Yeah, I'm sure he you has, are. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting a good, I'm getting a good entertainment out of this. Uh, um, more than yeah. the podcast can deliver. Well, no. Um, yes. What else we've got to talk to talk about? Round twenty, Cooper. Yeah, the Round fixture 20. is a shamozzle. Although I just saw an update while I was on there, actually. Yeah, Rowan Marshall put the, let the cat out of the bag mm. on uh, Saturday footy. Did he get this right, Cooper? Fixture is unreleased. Rowan Marshall in quarantine in a in a place in Perth or wherever. He's he's he said to um to the Fox Footy team, yeah, can't wait to be back out there Friday night. Now, how did he know that? Because the fixture was not released at that point. Inside job. Um, but, yeah, so that's gone from, uh, yeah, prime time, St Kilda Carlton on a Friday night, 7.50, whoop-de-doo. Um, yeah, I haven't listened this round, I'll tell you what. <laughs> oh, it's Ooh. not good. And then... 12.20 Saturday. Ooh, what, what's going on with Saturday? That's a schmozzle. Look at this, Coops. 
That's rigged. <laughs> There's a lot going on there. There's a lot of really weird times. And then, uh, unfortunately, we've got the overlapping games on a Sunday again, which sucks all of the um, eggs. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, so um, I guess we'll get into the tips now. St Kilda, Carl, and I'm going to go with the Saints. Uh, four, four ins, uh, Marshall, Clark, Highmore, and Higgins. Very, oh, very Schnag good. Higgins. Yeah, Schnag Higgins is back in. Hunter Clark back from a broken, uh, broken jaw. Rowan Marshall back in from quarantine. Highmore back in from a hand injury. Um, yeah, I'm going to Sainers. It's probably enough to get the job done. Uh, also, a shout out to Charlie Kerno, available for selection after two years out with a knee injury. So, um, we like to see people like that back in the game, Cooper. Um, are you going for the Sainers as well? Yeah, yeah. That's good from you. Uh, I'm just sad. <laughs> oh, we're, we're back in Ballarat, Coops. How good. Um, yeah, the, dog, the doggies and the crows at, uh, at Mars. Who have you got for that one? Uh, doggies. Yep, good call. Landslide, or is it going to be close? Oh, landslide, mate. Yeah, it's going to be a 10-goal-plus one, I think. Um, speaking Correct. of 10-goals-plus, uh, we've got uh, North and the Cats at Blumstone. Do you think that the Cats are able to continue rolling, or are North going to throw a spanner? No, continue rolling. Goldie is not a hope in beating uh, Asava, Radagali, or whoever he Stanley. Whoever, whoever wants to go up against him, I guess. They're um, just a they're just a good football outfit, aren't they, Coops? Like they're mm, just they're just cold, is what they are. Like they just belt the bejesus out of people. It's quite good to watch. It um, is. The Suns yeah. and the D's, uh, location unknown, um, but it is a Suns home game, so you'd imagine that it will be um, probably Metricon. at, at Metricon. Um, I, I don't think know the D's, why. It maybe. Be. You think? Although the Suns are pretty good, didn't they? And the D's might be upset. No, I don't think it'll be an upset. Oh, do I? <laughs> see, I really see. This is the thing. Five weeks ago, absolutely not. It's a Melbourne ten goal win. But they have. If looked... we're going back to twenty eighteen, the D's bet them by a hundred points. So I don't know. <laughs> what, which, what are we going off here? Oh, I'm going off current form, and I'm really not trusting the D's at the moment. <laughs> Correct. Win, draw, loss. Yeah. Well, it's only downhill from here. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, oh, I feel bad. I'm going to go with the D's. I've got faith in them. If they're going to be anything this year, they've got to yeah. beat the uh, beat the Suns. I think the Suns are putting yeah. a, a good account of themselves, but I think it sort of gets to that point where they they get really tired and uh, yeah. they start to sort of drop off a bit. Speaking of drop off a bit, Coops. Yeah. What's go happened? Around, to, by the what's way. what's happened to Matt Rowe? Matt Rowe. He's uh, gone missing. Yeah, I think he got pumped up quite a lot. And then, you know, he got pumped up quite a lot. You know, poor bloke had an injury. And then he come back and he's not so good. Um, I don't know. He got pumped up quite a lot and, you know, had a lot to... His ex- expectations were super high. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think it's been... media's fault. You reckon? Because I think... I actually feel like um, the injury that he picked up in round one has sort of shell-shocked him a bit. Because he's yeah. come off and he's come off a come off a season-ending injury, and then he comes back on first game back, does another long-term injury. I think he's been playing quite cautious, but there's, yeah. there's something between playing quite cautious, and then there's yeah. also getting under ten disposals in four games, being a midfielder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, like there's, there's yeah, also that as Maybe well. Maybe been too cautious, sort of thing. Yeah, I feel bad for him because, yeah, he did have a yeah. lot of expectation. Like, people were – well, he was a Brownlow fancy at one point. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> round one. Uh, yeah. Christ. I feel bad for him. But, yeah, he's gone missing. On to the game of the round, Coops. Who have you got? <laughs> um, oh, and why? Uh, Pies, his <laughs> pocket's back in. No, I don't know if he's back in. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, I think, I don't know. I think MCG, or, yeah, well, don't, don't start. I think <laughs> um, at the MCG, you know, the Eagles go right there. Uh, for some reason, I don't know why, but especially yeah. against your mob. Yeah, ten around twelve goals, but no, nah, I don't know. Maybe oh, it's a hard one. Off form, you'd obviously go with the uh, Weagles, but Pies. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, you can't oh, tip against the team. Although a I'm... good, a good, a good fan knows when to tip against their team, I suppose. No, an idiot knows when to tip against him because <laughs> he's disloyal. No, uh, I'm actually, I'm actually sort of with you on that one, Coots, because. The Eagles have put in two of the most unconvincing wins you'll ever see. They beat Adelaide, but who yeah. really cares? And then they were up by nearly six goals against us and nearly lost. Mm. And we were, yeah. we, were, we were rather undermanned at home. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, uh, away. So I'm, I'm not too sold on the Eagles yet. Mm. I feel like it's one they probably should get up. I think it'll be an honourable loss to Collingwood. They'll lose by 20 points or whatever. Yeah. But I wouldn't... If the Pies start hot, and they're up at half time. I think they'll probably run away with it. So yeah, um, I, hope so. I mean, what time is it? Four fifty. Oh, nobody will be watching that. Four fifteen on a Saturday. I'll be all right. Oh yeah, well. Oh yeah, you've got the day <laughs> off, don't you? Yeah. Uh, can I ask why <laughs> I can pick the margin, ESPN? Pick the margin for a Saturday seven forty game and not a Friday night game. Please. I've just got an email from ESPN. Yeah, oh, really. Well, yeah, want. here we go. Uh, it says fixture updates. Here we go. You've got a live. You've got a live look into my my emails. Uh, okay, so uh, the margin match for this round is oh, now yeah. Essendon v Sydney. So that would make sense. Oh. <laughs> it's not the okay. first game of the round because I think that um, the Essendon v Sydney was actually marketed as the Friday night game. Oh, okay. Because I was watching um, Fox Footy. I'm not sure when, yeah. but um, That's yeah, they had. Um, yeah, they had a retro round ad, uh, which we will get into uh, to wrap up the podcast. They had a retro round ad, and it was for Sydney yeah. and Essendon and how they were opening the round. So um, that does make a lot of sense. Speaking of uh, making a lot of sense, we've got the Hawks and the Lions at the UTAS. Worst segue in the history of the game, but um, I think the Lions will probably complete um, the trip to Tassie, and they'll come home with the four points. What about you, Coops? Yep, I will agree with that one. I think, and uh, uh, then we've got three ten, uh, the Giants and Port at to be confirmed. You'd assume that that would probably be, or oh, that's a little bit probably. Oh, I'm not sure because it's not going to be back. It's not. Where do you reckon that'll be played? For one, probably Giants Stadium or Metricon. No, Giants Stadium's Cooks. No, Metricon. Yeah, well, with their because with their new restrictions, I'm just looking at the rest of the fixture. They did pencil in a couple of games um, in. Uh, Sydney, so you reckon it'll be a Metricon again? Yeah, probably. Poor old Metricon, the groundskeeper. Shout out to him. Shout out to the groundskeeper at Metricon. You're doing a, doing God's work. Yeah, I think Port as well. Although it would be the most Port Adelaide loss of all time to lose from from here. But I sort of want the Giants to to lose because it keeps that race for eighth alive. Mm, yeah. So that'll be that'll be very good, good if they if they lose. Yeah, give uh, them a bit and of, then bit of topic to talk about. Yeah, and then the last game of the round is the Dokers and the Tigers at Optus at 5.10 on Sunday. Do you take an out-of-form Dockers or an out-of-form Tigers? Tigers. Yeah, you, th- you think? 
Yeah, correct. Yeah, I think. Oh, yeah, Fife's out. Walters is out. Yeah, okay, I'm with you on that one. Um, so, look, there are around uh, 20 tips. If you've stayed this long, we appreciate you. On to retro round coops. It's not really a new thing, but people or teams are starting to embrace it a lot more. Fremantle are going to wear their first ever Guernsey uh, against the Tigers on Sunday at home. Do you think it's something that, A, should be in every round, uh, every year? And then, B, do you think that every team should resort back to a heritage-type jumper for um, this round every year? Yeah, my own. I think um, I think it'd be pretty cool to have it. You know, one round every year. Yeah, maybe I don't know, mid season or end of the end of the year, like this one sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think absolutely bring it back every team. I think yeah. it'd just be pretty cool. Um, I think it. I think it would be really cool, Coops. I know, obviously, with um, COVID and whatever, it's it's perceived to have been somewhat more difficult to produce jumpers, but. Then again, the Saints and the Swans have come out with a pride jumper. Like, obviously, there are still some, yeah. some leeways around it. So, yeah, I'd like to see every team get around it because it'd be quite cool. It adds a little bit of spice um, yeah. to the telecast. Like, and I think that they'd sell too. Like, if you had... They would, yeah. Um, you know, the, the Port Adelaide jumper, the, the blue one with the, the lightning bolts come up yeah. it, or one of the old Eagles ones. Even the Dockers ones would probably sell pretty quick. Yeah, they they look really nice. I think it's just a nice little touch. Obviously, more like the woolen ones today. So with the with the Giants and the Suns, it's quite difficult because they yeah. haven't, you know, they haven't been in the competition. Yeah. Well, they have. They've been in the competition a while, but they've had no jump. Maybe do it when they play each other, and you can they can jam it. Yeah, actually, fair call. Um, Giants v Suns, they can jam it. Or well, I know. I'm just trying to think about AFL Evolution Two. They just take the logos off, and that's their heritage. But they, they had to have started somewhere. Like they had to have been an original jumper design. Yeah, or the Canberra uh, logo. Just get that up there. Yeah, because like the the Giants and the Suns, they kind of just settled on the first Guernsey they saw. Yeah. So yeah, it, yeah it'd be even cool, or maybe just an alternative strip of of anything. Um, yeah. So like cool. that, yeah, I think that that's a really good idea, and I think that that could make. Um, the Apple a lot of money, and I think it should make us a lot of money too because we've sort of uh, we've brought it to the foray of the media. Uh, but Coops, have you got anything else to add to this, to this oh, podcast? I don't. I'm out. You're out. Same day out. I've got nothing. <laughs> uh, well, all right. Well, thank you everybody for watching uh, or listening. If you've lasted, oh, uh, potential guest update. Actually, before we end, we should have started the podcast with this. Nobody listens this far in, but. Um, we might have a very special guest come onto the podcast in the near future. Uh, he is a Gold Coast and Western Bulldogs, um, I guess, legend, probably at the Suns. Like, he'd be pretty close yeah. to Hall of Famer. He was an, an original yeah. son, um, played for the Doggies as well. Very, very good player in his own right. We'll reveal um, details about that when, I guess, they come to hand and we've locked that 261 in. games. So, yeah. 261 yeah. games. Very, very Total, good Total, 191, nearly 200 at uh, Gold Coast. So, yeah, we'll... Yeah, um, there you go. Gold Coast well, legend. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll reveal names and dates and locations and whatever when he is locked in. Um, but, yeah, thank you for watching. Hope you enjoyed. Hope your team gets up. Um, except for the pies because they annoy me. Um, I just hope. No, actually, no. I'll take that back. I hope the Giants don't get up this week because I really like the uh, the lad- the ladder staying interesting. Um, yeah, no, that'd be good. Until next Wednesday, uh, we will see you uh, sometime next next week. Bye. <laughs>